0: And they kind of looked at me and they said the answer was was alcohol. Tom Caulfield, James Whistle. This is the story of The Tempest 2. But ladies and gentlemen, The Tempest 2. <laughs> Welcome back to The Tempest 2 podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Fresh week. We are full of high spirits. But i do have a cold (laughs) yeah like it or istanbul will do that to you i've got absolutely istanbul shit Um, (laughs) wow what um yeah i do have a cold i apologize for the the nasally little weirdo yeah so Uh, there's definitely a little nasal tone going on isn't there Yes, my voice is even more annoying than usual. I'm afraid <laughs> that's hard to do. That is hard to do, and I feel <laughs> you know, I've just got that pressure behind the eyes, you know. Okay, I do know oh, what you mean non stop, but I'm oh, also that almost feels hay fevery. yeah. I mean, it's very similar traits to the usual, the usual villain around this time of year, hay fever. So, so you had the the jab last year. How did yeah, it go? What was the, what was the verdict? I can't remember <laughs> that's mental i was gonna ask you did it work <laughs> i don't think so no i, I th- think I, I think it must have done something i think it, i think it worked initially you the thing is is you get hay fever really quite badly don't you terribly bad yeah. so I, th- I think it probably knocked off mm. a few, uh, few percentage points yeah i might just go get it again to be honest is it just the chemist or something that does it no it's the harley street clinic it's basically a back room black like black, <laughs> black market job because then you can't get it you can't get it on the nhs it's basically illegal it's really cool ah oh, hip yeah, yeah. Think, that makes sense i think a few years ago some people's fucking arms fell off or something and <laughs> right. <laughs> all right yeah. <laughs> yeah it's worth the risk it's worth what, the risk was it about under quid Hundred bags, and then inevitably they're like, if it's still bad, come back for a booster. That's another fifty, and shock horror, straight back in other yeah. bum cheek. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, pop that in there. Um, yeah. Okay, and can we can we get a discount code for the listeners out there? What do you reckon? Yeah, I, I will speak to them. They only accept Bitcoin. Right, <laughs> still like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're fully black market. Um, it gets shipped out to the Middle East, and uh, but apart from that, it's all good. Speaking nice. of the Middle East. I was going to say, on that topic, how was it? How, how was Istanbul? How was your trip? What a amazing, mental, crazy city. Unbelievable, isn't it? I, I was texting you when I arrived, and um, first of all, landed into the airport. What an airport. Huge. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, unbelievable. It's It's literally like... It's almost like Dubai. It's like a Dubai shopping mall. It's just unbelievable. Um, so landed, first of all, yeah, in the airport. I was like, wow, this is not what I was expecting. Got in the cab, got on the road. Again, this is not what I was expecting. It was like you're driving down the A3 through Isha. Like, <laughs> just like that. Yeah. Just like woods and greenery. I don't know what I was expecting. Like, no. I, well, I was expecting donkeys and street sellers and right. Dust. Really? I don't know why. Really old Jordan school was. Persia. Yeah. Like yeah. Aladdin. Yeah. Aladdin. There we go. I was expecting <laughs> Aladdin. There. Okay. I've said it. Um, um, it's, um... It's, it's now, it's like the top of my list, I think, to recommend where people should go. Yeah. It was totally unique in the sense that you walk down one street and you could be in Madrid. Yeah. You know, like big squares and same architecture and bars and restaurants. And then you walk another 10 minutes. And you're outside some centuries-old mosque with with the call for prayer. And it's just like this crazy mixing pot of culture and history. And yeah, I I was super impressed by it. I thought it was really cool. Love it. And then the big question, the ultimate question, Mm. how many hair plugs did you see at the airport? Loads. (laughs) It's weird, isn't it? Loads. Uh, There was a guy on our plane who had a beard one. Which I've never seen before. No. I don't know if that's necessary. Maybe it was a previous lady. Right. Yeah. I was going to say. Could be that, actually. Seems extravagant to grow a beard. I mean, it's going to be a great beard. The shape on the fucker was perfect. It should be. Yeah. Where are you you taking the follicles from? The arse. Arse. Must be, right in the arse. um <laughs> Yeah, I don't know because you. That's the thing. Beard hair is very different to lid hair. Yeah, it seems about ten times thicker. Well, imagine having a quiff on your on your chin. <laughs> Madness. Yeah, I mean, it's, it it's got to be the poo. I... It's, gotta be the boobs, isn't it? it's got to be the poobs, isn't it? It must be. <laughs> I found it weird. I mean, I was extremely hungover at the time after the stag do, but. Everywhere you turn, there's a headband, which is just a signal of, I've had my lid done. Give me some space. It looks painful. It does look very painful. But then, red raw. One of the uh, one of the guys that I I run with every now and then had his done six months ago, and now he looks like a different bloke. Does it look good? It looks amazing. And I mean, he was it's a like... no, it's a no brainer, isn't it? Really. He was pa- he was panicking for. Um, I reckon it maybe took three months for it to like actually take hold. And he was like, fucking perfect. I've wasted loads of money. I've not done anything for like a couple of months because you can't sweat and all that stuff. Um oh, really? Yeah, so you could you can't go like go to the gym or yeah, perspire through it. And then now the hairline on the lad is he's like a Lego head. It's um <laughs> it's absolutely it's almost too good. A perma helmet. Yeah, it's like People aren't gonna recognise you now because that lid is ridiculous. But he's thinning because... at the back now. No, so he's gonna have a champagne front and a derriere that back. he's lying. Oh no! Um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'd do it. I'd be straight out there. I think. It, I think. I don't know about. I don't know. I would. I mean, I get some new calves thrown in as well. <laughs> What's well, we <laughs> there? You can't lengthen that. No, yeah, no, 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 no. That's somewhere me. else. That's fine. Like, oh, well, we got this one on offer. It's like it's a different shade, but I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I think you, yeah. You either do it or you commit to going bald. I think the stage in between is tragic. Mm. The, the yeah, wispy the wind wispy. in the willows, <laughs> the wispy comb overs that you see. <laughs> you see yeah. some absolute worldies, don't you? So, oh, mate, come on. We all know. Or just. <laughs> I don't know, maybe for a bit of banter double down on it. An outrageous wig. <laughs> it's like, you've never been ginger. <laughs> yeah, it is a real worry for men, for sure. Like you've oh, got it's up there, isn't it? You've got to own mean, it, whatever you whatever you do. You have to make a choice, left or right. Don't go down the <laughs> Choose the fork in the road. Um, um, anyway, so that, that's Istanbul. What a place. Yeah. Manny got a tattoo. Oh yes. Manny got a tattoo. She never discussed it with me. Woke up, pretty hanging. She's like, I'm going to get a tattoo. And I thought, I was like, yeah, of course you are. It was a joke. And uh, then it was a 24-hour. She was constantly on her phone looking at potential designs. We (laughs) went from, she was like, I'm going to get a star and the moon. And I was like, oh, my Gypsy King. You cannot get get a star and the moon. That's mental. The most off-the-shelf thing in the world. So yeah. I was like, get, we we're trying to persuade her to get a bunch of grapes, you know, for Rioca and, you know, tie her back to her roots. Great. Yeah. No, nope, not having it. Then it's going to be a little line, like a line painting, painting picture of like a dog like Pablo. No. Then paper airplane. <laughs> <laughs> As you do. Paper airplane. Yeah. Oh, why don't we think of that? Paper she airplane. is the queen of origami, to be fair. Yeah. There we go. There we go. And what she did was she liked it. So then reverse engineered the meaning Cause you know travels quite a lot with work. And yeah, travel. I think I think smart, to be honest, smart. everyone does that, don't they? With tattoo. Yeah, 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 yeah And you exactly. find yourself you reinvent it about ten times in a year. Hundred percent. It used yeah. to mean that. Now what it actually means is that I'm gonna fuck off over there <laughs> because the tattoo <laughs> yeah. tells me to. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. Oh, she fair got the play. Did it? Try and desperately try to persuade me to get one. Was um, it? Was it a um, walk past the parlor and go? Hmm. Something there is ringing a bell. Well, our friend Ellen had got one. Yeah, uh, did she have who, one planned before going? Yeah, she was planning on it. Um, right. The man who's in there, and just... very unlike her. It's it, it's it's bordering on a midlife crisis. <laughs> <won't lie>. um, <laughs> so I'll know. Yeah, I'm gonna get a Porsche Boxster and uh, <laughs> we'll just pair it. <laughs> so, yeah, we've already yeah. done the motorbike trip, so you need another midlife yeah. crisis. But but you've got one. I, I, was, thinking I have... else was there. Like I don't know. I quite like the I- what well, I like the idea of. What was your say? Says, make jokes, no stress, <laughs> and that's what you get when you're 18, baby, <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby. The thing that's mental is I've never like regretted it. I don't know if it's because you can't, but it's just like yeah. it's like a bit of a screenshot of that time of your life, isn't it? Yeah, but I forget you have it. Yeah, for I forget it. I have it sometimes as well. To be but fair, but I think that's why that area there is exactly where she got it, like the oh. inside of the bicep. So you, yeah, you very rarely you can't, can't see, see it in a t-shirt. Yeah, so. I I quite liked the idea of getting like the little line ones. I quite like the the really basic ones. Yeah. One for each adventure. So there could be one for the row. Yeah. There could be one for El Cap, one for Patagonia, you know, Mm. like different little stamps almost. Yeah. I like that sort of thing cool stories aren't they let's be honest it's another excuse to chat about an adventure (laughs) what's that it's like oh well let me just pull up a couple of chairs i'll draw a coffee because we're going to be here for about 45 minutes (laughs) yeah which one did you want to hear about yeah yeah (laughs) yeah Um, i i did toy with the idea of Do you remember we got those t-shirts done and the design that my mate tom designed yes did think that's like a little line you know it's quite cartoony i thought you know yeah i looked at that I looked at that and then I actually looked at it closely and it's like, no fucking way. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it'd be a mental tattoo. It's really long. Oh, yeah. It, and then the little cartoon line. Yeah, it would have to be great right on a photo, uh, on a t shirt even. Um, But no, but that kind of style, that kind of like line drawing cartoon. All mm. right. But no, I didn't yeah. do it. Tattoos are funny, aren't they? Mm, funny things. They are. Uh, you don't not? regret yours, but some people definitely regret theirs. Yeah, again, one of the lads has got a full tribal stamp. Fuck, are you doing? Goes from top of the bicep over onto the chest. Where's he from? Here, perfect. Milton Keynes, great. Yeah, yeah. The, the the uh, he gets hammered for it. To be fair, it's the uh, the tribe of Falaraki, two thousand and three. <laughs> <laughs> that fearless <laughs> band of warriors. Yeah, <laughs> they're dreadful things. <laughs> yeah <laughs> pillaged yeah exactly no <laughs> they've all got one it's just fantastic oh no that is tragic yeah thought like you're maori it's like ah f- no i'm not i'm sorry <laughs> i i made the error once of um being in said group of should have seen it coming but runners and cyclists and i was absolutely tearing into the iron man tattoos because it's like, oh, I did a race. Like, I'm getting an IMAT. And then uh, they all have one. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the back of a car. That's the place to get it, right? Yeah, some there. Some have, like, been a bit more strategic and gone, hidden it. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe I don't want this in the future. But just, yeah. So it is a full rite of passage, apparently. Getting the yeah. grand logo of I uh, definitely of wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't get that. No, I, the only reason I'd get it would be for the irony <laughs> but Which it's is just not risk. funny to anybody else <laughs> yeah. apart Which from is me ri- when you're taking the smug route when no one else knows <laughs> yeah. about it everyone else just thinks you're the same oh you're an Iron Man twat it's like well actually I'm not no you've got that wrong it's like no you're an Iron Man twat it's like no 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 it's ironic <laughs> it's an ironic man yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh brilliant Okay all right. should we wrap it up then? <laughs> yeah, that's good. Good stuff. Right, let's go. Adventure mindset. Oh, go. Okay. This one is kind of came to me. I stumbled as you do scrolling through Twitter when you're uh ah! <laughs> Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh and I just came across this thing, an image of something called Balls Pyramid, the Balls I Pyramid. Have. Wonder where you're going there. <laughs> and it's a Volcano, very old voca- volcano, volcanic structure. Old one, is it? Very old. <laughs> okay. How old would it be? Sixty-five billion years. <laughs> Something like no, that. Mate. God wasn't around then, so <laughs> no, I think he was. When did um... God make this volcano? <laughs> and it's this. If you're if you're at a computer now, Google it. Um, Ball's Pyramid is just this unbelievable. Don't call it that. I was going to say natural structure, but I mean, stack. stack, stack, ridge, mountain, it's it's unreal. And it just pokes out of the ocean in the middle of the Tasman Sea between Australia and New Zealand. It's kind of, it's completely in the middle of nowhere. There's very little like land surrounding it. And it just sticks out nearly 600 meters from the surface of the sea straight up into the air bolt dead upright it's an insane ridge and this adventure mindset segment is dedicated to the first mad bastards to climb it um and partly because the climb itself is savage if you're the first people doing it back in the 60s it's obviously mental like any first ascent you don't really know what you're going into but also because getting there is pretty fucking mental in itself so it's it's a sale from Sydney. These guys sailed from Sydney, but let me just let me just read it out. So the first person that actually got ashore um, was in 1882. I don't know when. I don't know when the fucker was discovered. I left that bit out. But in 1964, a team from Sydney attempted to climb the summit of the pyramid. However, the climbers were forced to turn back on the fifth day as they were short of food and water. So five days. Five days. It's pretty mental in itself. Um, the expedition was the idea of Australian adventurer Dick Smith. Of Dickie course Smith, he, might, mad Of course of he's might. called Dick Smith. The most, Dickie Smith's a mad most kind Australian, of Australian. I'm assuming his name was Richard. <laughs> yeah. But we'll go with Dicko. Um, member of the Rover Scouts. Don't know why this is in there. <laughs> um, and then it was first climbed a year later on the 14th of February four, five Australians from the Sydney Rock Climbing Club, mate. Oh, my, um, what a great group of guys, bro. Summited, um, which is, I just think that's mental, just sailing up to this thing that sticks out of the ocean, climbing it in five days. um, And then climbing was banned in 1982 because there's some very rare bird that lives on the island. Julie, her name is. <laughs> She's been there a while. She has Uh, seen very few visitors, but every climber will give. Anyway, um, (laughs) and then for some reason in 1990, just eight years afterwards, maybe they needed the tourism. They uh, they relaxed the rules again. So now you can climb it. You just need uh, to apply for a permit. How funny. They relaxed the rules because so they realized that no one cared. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, right. It's like, oh, it's like, by the way, you can't climb this. It's like, yeah, mate, whatever. I don't even know what you're talking about. It's like, oh, <laughs> Can't climb what? It's like, oh. <laughs> um, Yeah. So it looks like the the mountain out of Moana, I've decided. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking at it now. It's, it's pretty. I mean, there's no beach. It's just straight cliff, isn't it? Yeah. All the way around. So maybe so we, we could. Would, we would fly to Australia. Sail from, it looks like Brisbane would probably be the closest major city. Right. So, sail from Brisbane. That's 400 nautical miles. Mm -hmm. So, that would take a few days. Wonderful to row it. Fuck (laughs) out. Don't. (laughs) I'm saying that because we can't sail. Yeah. Um, and we'd get off, and we'd have to climb it. Six hundred meters, bigger than bigger than it sounds. Yeah, that is way bigger That's than it sounds. Huge. That's bigger than most rock faces in the world, by the way, guys. Yeah, and it looks quite scary. Mm. There's a couple of like bivvy sites that look unbelievably exposed. But although as mental as El Cap was, and as like that is, that'll be way more technical than this sort of climbing. Mm. There is a weird little comfort in knowing that quite a few people are trying to climb it and around it at the same time, isn't there? Yeah. Well, and I think the biggest thing on this, I'm, I'm guessing, there's no anchors. No, it's all tr- oh, there's nothing. Like yeah, 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 that. Oh <laughs> god, no. Yeah. Um, uh, the thing is, if you got hurt on this ball's pyramid, you are in big trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Because you ain't getting down, really. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's a, it's probably one of the more isolated places, genuinely, on the planet. There's no rescue. You're you're not getting picked up. You're probably There's not a... even getting helied out of there, are you? Nah, it's too far. You'd be in like a quite a serious bit of trouble. Even you're, if you hurt cause... yourself, like even like you really hurt your ankle at the top, like you're that's gonna be pretty bad. What's the um? How long does it take to sail 400 nautical miles? Do you reckon? As a, as someone who has never really sailed, uh, I don't know. <laughs> but come on, make it up. Yacht week doesn't count. <laughs> I don't think. Yacht week pace, it would take about six months. Well, I think, yeah. Um, you know, you could do 100 nautical miles a day, easy. Right. Easy. So, yeah, being four days or three and a half days away from help isn't ideal. Like, in a best case scenario, that's if the boat is waiting for you at the bottom. But, yeah, mm. it looks amazing. Um there's some videos of the nutter, Jeb Corliss, who's the wingsuit proximity flyer, jumping out of a plane right above it. Um, He passed away, didn't he? Oh, Jeb. Did he? Yeah, he clipped a, clipped a rock. It was always going to happen, Jeb. Let me just fact check that. <laughs> I seem to do this quite a lot. Yeah, who did you say was a uh, nonsense, wasn't no, I I I was talking about uh, Sir Tom. Sir Tom, you discredited Sir Tom Moore, right? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Um, um, <clears throat> well, he, he he did a skydive and landed in uh, some boxes, didn't he? No parachute. Jeb Corliss did. Yeah. Um, so he jumped out of the plane with no parachute and landed on some essentially moving boxes and survived. Right, so... Turns out he's not dead. Honestly, what? where do you get this <laughs> shit? It's like R.I.P. It's like fucking hell, we've had a we've had a memorial podcast for Jeb and he's alive. Cheats death. <laughs> i I missed that word out. I knew that was it. I'll I'll, you I'll send you, knew you the that video. Was it? I'll send you I'll send <laughs> I mean, no, you didn't. You thought he was dead. <laughs> no. Oh, I knew but... I was right. <laughs> I'll send you the video. It's mental. I think yeah, I will just. I know the, video. the one you mean, where he he stacks it. He he's jumping off Table Mountain in Cape Town, and he clips. I'm going to do that. <laughs> yeah. He he clips the end, and he smash He smashes up, break both his legs, breaks both his legs. Yeah. I just assumed he died. Yeah, it's a he fair should... assumption. He should have died. Yeah, fair assumption. Um, I'll, but I I'll shouldn't. Die. I shouldn't have publish that, I'm sorry, so and when I look is... at it that he was on a podcast last year so yeah. <laughs> don't worry, everyone. he's not dead. Don't worry, everyone, this guy you've never heard of is still yeah. alive still alive. um I feel like we should skip the reminiscent segment because we're running out of time. yep, sure is that correct? Is that correct? I think so. I don't know. We've not hit the ten minute warning, but we should skip it anyway. okay, cool. We've got well... a lot to talk about in this next section. So yeah, I wanted to touch on now, the challenge we're obviously doing. We're, what, a week in now? No, we're two weeks in now. Oh, fucking hell. (laughs) Um, Two weeks into the 100 press-ups a day challenge. Yeah. Much changed for you? Just, Just still doing it? Not Yeah, nothing significant to report back on. But like we were talking about, I think this is the reason that I've continued to do it every day. Is the the non-event that it is mm. means that actually being consistent and doing it is actually happening for me? Yeah, I had some ropey ones in Istanbul at like four in the morning. Yeah, I mean that's before bed, pretty pretty tanked up. It's like, oh my god, I've got sixty press ups to do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like no, like nose hitting the floor every time. I was like, ah, yeah. But I, that, I guess that's the other side of it, not being a massive challenge. Mm is you that it's it. a little bit more forgettable. Oh, or you can just go, I'll just do that later. It's, you can keep putting it off, and then it's like, I'm getting into bed, I need to do this. Yeah, technically I failed. Cause that yeah, was I, was, gonna I wasn't going to say anything. Oh my God. You, did, you must have done 200 in a day. Yeah. Shit. Wow. But I think, you. you know, Thank we guys. are going for the cumulative effect. Um, 100 a day is relatively insignificant for us. But yeah. three thousand in a month feels a little bit more significant a little bit, you know, so I did so two weeks in, my max one set was fifty six at the start, and this yep. morning, I decided to do like a bigger set um so I did fifty pretty easy, wow, not easy, but I could have definitely done probably another ten fifteen right, so yeah, clearly clearly working in some oh yeah, some... definitely. But what's interesting is I posted this. We haven't really spoken about it because we don't really speak about anything. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We do speak a lot, but not about (laughs) anything. (laughs) We just hate social media, really. But um, I put it on LinkedIn and a lot of people seem to be quite keen to join. Yeah, which I completely didn't expect. Oversight on my part. Yeah, a lot of people do seem to want to get involved. So um We've been chatting about how we can bring this to life in a way that everyone can join in, and that then led to a discussion on, you know, because the last two years we've been building another business called Dose, which is all around soft skill development and learning and how people learn and apps on the, which you learn and what sticks and what doesn't. And we actually did this, didn't we, for the community on Dose once? We just someone wanted to do a press up challenge, and it was probably the most engaged everyone was out of everything we did which is devastating to be honest yeah yeah, yeah. considering the amount of time and money spent oh on other things but yeah, yeah. yeah. so like, we well, love press-ups it's like fucking it up. <laughs> but there is definitely something <clears throat> in human psychology where people are drawn towards things that have a start date and end date some level of progress in between and that is very easy to do not and what i mean by easy to do it's you can do it at home yeah. You could do it every morning. You could do it in the evening. It doesn't require going somewhere or buying something new or whatever. Um so I think there's something, maybe a bit of longevity in these 30-day challenges that are around, you know, the the advent run that we did. Big yeah. pickup from people. People love that. But then it did get pretty savage at the end. Yeah, I think that that's like, yeah, what, what we were saying was the advent running, for those that don't know, was you run the kilometer of the date of that month. So the December the 1st, you run one kilometre. December the 5th, you run five kilometres, but you do it every day. Uh, and people were really keen to join in and quite a few people did to begin with. And then obviously, when you, I mean, basically you get past the 10th, 11th, 12th, that sort of time, starts to get quite challenging. Um, And more just the <laughs> compounding effect of 16th of December, you know, 16 kilometres. And then the next day, 70. And then like, it, it goes... Yeah, you can see why people go. Actually, the commitment level here is getting exponentially yeah. massive, and um, I don't want to do it anymore. Whereas this sort of thing is very different, isn't it? Yeah, you still have that cumulative effect. Like, of I'm doing stuff, I'm achieving something every day, um, but it's not. I don't have to shape my day around it. Yeah, I think. Um, and it's it. Even though doing one K a day or 100 percent a day, it's not going to have enormous physical impacts really like being totally honest it's not it might for some people for a bit but then you'll plateau so it's not like you know you're getting really strong and really you know stacked or fit it's more about building that muscle of doing something that a lot of the time you just don't want to do yeah and just doing it consistency and we consistently. know and people know don't they like that's so good for you to do that oh, yeah. and uh, yeah that's what um I think it's probably the most beneficial for is the knock on effect that it has with other parts of your day is the the simple act of doing the hundred press ups or the one K whatever it is just leads to other positive behaviors. And it might be a decision of what you're going to eat maybe, or yeah, what you might do next. It's weird, isn't it? How, how it does have an impact. Massive, massive knock on effect. I think it is the most undervalued trait of, success in a physical sense in a business sense in happiness is consistency yeah. people don't emphasize it enough and it's it's as simple as you know if you're training really well for six months then you get injured and then you can't train for a month what that effect the effect that has on you mentally and then obviously physically eventually and then the uh, the struggle to get back on yeah that treadmill is. I'm literally so going through that difficult. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like and a, a good example is so I will speak to this actually because um I've obviously felt with this cold, I felt really shit the last couple of days. Mm. Like I've been trying to go to the gym regularly, et cetera, et cetera. And I went last night for like but I went for 15 minutes to the gym. It took me twenty minutes to drive there, fifteen minutes, went in the sauna. So no real gain physically. Yeah. yeah. Did a couple of things, went through the motions, but barely anything. But it was just so that I just didn't break that habit of going to the gym. Yeah, exactly. But like, like what I'm guessing, is your back still fucked? Yeah, but it's not even so much that. It's more just with Flory. Maybe, and like yeah. your whole time thing just gets thrown out the window and you're like not the most important thing anymore. So like you can go when you've got time. But then all it takes is a week, two weeks, three weeks out of it. You, you feel like you're losing the fitness. The gym feels miles away. You know, you okay. don't know where to pick up. What session do I do? All that sort of stuff. So now, like literally a week ago, I probably started getting back into it. And literally, my main thing was like, I'm just going to drive to the gym, mm. and I figure it out when I get in there. And it's been stuff here and there, you know, random things, but just trying to get back in that like habit of actually going there. And the, I know that the rest of it will kind of follow after that. But it's mad. But it actually reminds me of another thing probably the second most successful thing that we did in dose um that was again all built around this habit of doing something every day and i would forgotten it until you just spoke then was the morning pages yeah do you remember that and it was literally about waking up and like one of the first things you do is opening your notebook with a pen and you just write with no agenda um and it's just a positive action that takes two minutes that's just a bit of a creative like splurge and the knock-on effect that people were telling us that was having was was great so yeah i think there's definitely something in that yeah i think the the key to it is the simplicity yeah i agree the, the things that struggled with dose were you know we were trying to you know coach people on their their soft skills essentially and that was in the form of we create these pretty intricate workshops they were pretty short but they took time and effort didn't they yeah and uh thinking in the world we live in if you can't do something in 30 seconds you're fucking gone you're it. <laughs> <laughs> like you know even on five minute youtube video you're skipping to the end <laughs> yeah you want to know the punchline yeah so yeah there's definitely something in the simplicity of these monthly challenges that can run for a year yeah i agree because, yeah, the compounding effect of doing these small little daily things um, is, you know, it's very much proven that it that it helps other areas of your life. So maybe we'll we will explore that a little bit more. For sure. Like, I just like, had a had a memory. Uh, this is the reminiscent segment. Very briefly, I'm yeah. reminiscing back to. When was it? Friday when I skateboarded 12 and a half miles. Shit, shit. <laughs> oh, my God, we forgot about that. Forgot to mention it. Hang on, um, wait. We we we've only got five minutes left. Have we got long enough? Oh yeah, yeah. This will take okay. two minutes. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Go, <laughs> go. Lay out. Ultimately it was a failure. Um last week I, I i bigged up this thing. I was gonna skateboard a marathon uh on the Friday. Got round to it, should should state that the skateboard is a penny board. Um, terrible choice. terrible terrible choice. And I just left home and started and very soon afterwards i realized that i made quite the error um you still need some form of conditioning for skateboarding um which i do not have so even now my pushing leg my main pushing leg which is my right leg still very sore the calf just blew up after about one kilometer um and worse is my groin and my hip on my right side i'm surprised just constant pushing um i kept plodding on i stopped for about three coffees i did eventually go 12 and a bit miles um i was completely shagged at the end of it for no real gain um whatsoever but there's a glimmer of i reckon i can do it Oh, he's going again! <laughs> I'm gonna go again. I've got to do it because I f- I fucked up. You just need you need a planet right. You need better weather. It was so windy, and I was going into the wind for half it, That's which you must be miserable. able to avoid. And I, some reason, the first half was on the most potholes, pot hold, pavements of all time. I'm gonna call that a phrase. Yeah. Um, so I think changing it up, going better weather, finding some smooth tarmac. What about, smooth. The re- what about the famous redways? What happened? They are not as smooth as they look. <laughs> they were awful. Oh, wow. Okay. They were awful. And then dodging between the shopping trolleys and the homeless men. It was, uh, <laughs> it was eventful. i tell you where you could do it. It's Istanbul Airport. <laughs> oh, my God. I'd do it in about half an hour. I think. Yeah, you just, just one push. About four kilometers to the other end, turn around, yeah. one push. You'd absolutely <laughs> glide. Airport yeah. was a great shout from me there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I will do it again at some point. I'm not in a hurry. It was, um... but, the, but the other thing is that it felt like an absolute imbecile to begin with because I looked like a five-year-old who'd never ridden a skateboard before. Mm-hmm. It took me about five or ten minutes. To feel like okay, I'm back. I'm 60s. I'm in Southern California. Sure, it's raining, but check me out, Dogtown and Z Boy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, and then the overwhelming thing was when you go down a hill. I don't care how old you are; it's still fucking fun. <laughs> I just got lost in it. I was like, I'm an infant. This is fantastic. <laughs> this is brilliant. Look at me go, everyone. Um, so I'm I'm sure that trying to skateboard a marathon is just completely sucks the fun and life out of what skateboarding's supposed to be. But here we are. Um, so yeah, failed on that front. So not sure that one's going to make the keynote. But <laughs> <laughs> it's all good stuff. That would be genius if we opened with that. <laughs> People like, is this fucking? Serious? And did you do, did you do it? It's like, no, no, <laughs> no. Melia no. is key to success. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. And cue the smoke. <laughs> yeah. Here's where, and now we're talking about the Atlantic oh god so yeah sorry just before I forgot because it wasn't worth saving for next week so there we have it yeah very good Um, <sighs> right as we wrap up I'm going to do one thing we've never done before right. uh, which every other podcast seems to do but if anyone wants to go and give us some kind of rating I don't really know how you do that five stars yeah and then that will, that will help others find us definitely uh, that's a good shout. Yeah. okay so um, do that now please De- definitely do that Equally, I'll throw a plug in there as well. Look at oh. our YouTube channel. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Have a look at that. It's hey, the L cap. The, the King Swing is getting some hits this week. Oh, is it? It's got like 9,000 views in a week. Here we go. We posted it like four years ago. Coming back around. This must be L cap season, bebe We're going to be YouTubers, bebe <laughs> Right. On that note, well. uh, We'll leave you to it, but have a great week, everyone. Thanks for listening, and we'll, uh, yeah, we'll see you next stuff. week. Amazing stuff. Bye now.